Welcome to Musically Challenged, your weekly helping of random music conversations based on whatever topic the guys choose. Their goal is to entertain and inform you on a variety of themes. This podcast is an expression of their lifelong love and commitment to music. Simply stated, music is life. This show may include adult themes and language. Once again, welcome to Musically Challenged. Here are your hosts, Chad and Lou. Welcome to episode 24 of Musically Challenged, your weekly helping of random music conversations based on pretty much whatever topic we want. I'm your host, Chad Knight, and with me as always is Lou Schwabach. Good evening. This week we're going to try something a little bit different. We're letting you, the listener, be one of the main parts of the show. We decided to let an outside third party give us a playlist of some songs by artists that they like so we could listen and give our take on them, good or bad. We have chosen not to accept any stipulations such as don't hate on blank band because I like them, or don't be mean. We won't be pulling any punches regardless of whomever the guest chooser is, so there will be no favoritism displayed. Just our pure, unadulterated opinions. This week's inaugural playlist was brought to us by Molly Knight. None other than, yes, my daughter. We'll see if we stick to those stipulations or if, we, uh, if we're softies at heart. Will we discover some new artists that we may just have to start listening to, or will it be junk that we could live without? Will we feel our lives enriched and better for listening to these, or will we feel cheated and wish we had that precious time from our lives back? Guess you'll have to keep listening to find out, huh? Without further ado, let's get the show started. Absolutely. So, how are you doing this evening? I am doing dandy. Not just not fine and dandy, or just dandy? Just dandy. Oh, I guess we can, can't have everything we want. <laughs> this is this is a test for us. It's kind of a, a, a test run to see how it's going to work out. Um, I, I'll be honest, when you brought the idea forth, I was kind of excited, actually, because... Get to find out some new things that other people actually like. Obviously, our tastes in music are a little different than other people's. If we don't care for the music, it just makes for a long episode for yeah. for editing and such. But that being said, it's it's opening our eyes to something new. So let's just, if anything, chalk it up to that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to kick off here. First song we're going to talk about tonight is Happy Little Pill by Troy Savan. Troy Savan is a South African-born Australian singer. You get all that? South African-born Australian singer. Okay. Songwriter, actor, and YouTube star. So he's one of the first guys who would put stuff out on YouTube and has kind of made it. Okay. This song seems to suggest that using drugs is a good thing and makes me actually a little sad. There seems to be a whole group of songs that play up drug use as a positive thing. Here, listen to this. My happy little pill What's what's your take on this song and and YouTube stars? See, this is this is something that kind of gets in my craw. YouTube stars that get contracts because they can sing somebody else's music. How is it any different than people who cover another song and get a contract for that though? I mean, it's just the the YouTube star thing I think is what you're focusing on, but honestly, if 
if you, let's say you go to a bar, let's say you're a record booster, you go to a bar and you hear some, some person covering a stone song and you think that you just got a great voice. So you give them a contract. They're not a YouTube star, but it's doing exactly the same thing. So I'm not going to focus on that part of it. But that being said, uh, YouTube star is kind of a stupid. There's, there's a few people that I watch on YouTube that are entertaining, but the, the fact that they're getting paid to do this just boggles my mind. Yeah, and I've got a few people that I watch on YouTube as well. I mean, they are my they're, – they're wrestling guys, though. I listen – I watch a few of the wrestling guys, you know, the shows and stuff. Sure, but, sure. But overall, what do you think of this song? You know, my first thought on this one was, is this an ode to Prozac? Because that's what it sounded like. The song is very whimsy. I really like that. I wasn't a big fan of his voice at all. No, and, it's kind of grating. And I have to say that if you release this song, taking his voice out and put it out as an instrumental – it would be gold. Yeah, I, the music. Yeah, I would have to agree. The music As an is instrumental is great. But really again, nice. The voice is just one of those where it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Now there is something a little different we're going to do with this. We don't normally do this, but we're going to rate these songs out of ten. Each of us will do it personally on our own on our own thoughts. For me, the rating of "Happy Little Pill" by Troy Sivan, four of ten. Not not absolutely horrid. But not something that I'm going to be looking for. I'm going to break mine into a two-part. If I'm going to say with the lyrics and the voice, I'm going to say probably about the same as we're at, maybe a four, four and a half. If we're going to go by the music by itself, I'd say at least a seven. If Okay, if we're going to break it that way, music, I would probably say, yeah, seven, seven sounds fair, seven, seven and a half. You know, so that's that's the first one I've got. What do you got? I'm going to start off with uh, Semi-Automatic is the band. Or no, I'm sorry. The song is Semi-Automatic, and the artist is 21 Pilots. I've heard of them. <laughs> we'll start off with that. I've probably heard a lot more of them. Probably due to the fact that you live with this kind of stuff that's playing all the time. Exactly. The starting beat of the song made me think of Closer from Nine Inch Nails, how it had kind of that, that almost like a heartbeat type, industrial heartbeat. Um, the rest of the song really isn't nearly as heavy as it could get. Um, it's quirky and kind of bouncy. And this is one of those that we talked about on our previous podcast and that I don't know why, but I kind of really like. Okay. Now, well, let's let them take a listen to it. I'm Now, I have to agree with you. There was a great hook coming into the song. Um, kind of let you down a little bit, though? The catch, no, the lyrics are kind of catchy, no, too. No, but I mean, it let you down where you expected it to keep going kind of heavier, and then it just kind of yeah. petered off a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. But this thing, and it's, and I mean, it's been done before. I'm not going to say that. It's been done before, but this thing of rapping in the middle of a song, I just, it's it's something I could do without. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'll agree with you on that one. I mean, it doesn't work as often as it fails. You know, but now that said, I, I kind of do like this song. I would, can you explain why? No. No. It's, no. again, just like I mentioned, it's, I don't know why it's the damnedest thing. I just like, I like this, but I could not tell you why. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm gonna say this one, six and a half. I'd say eight and a half. Okay. I really, really enjoyed this one. So what do you got next? Next, I'm going to go with uh, Scarecrow by My Chemical Romance. I am a huge fan of MCR. 
Give me the Black Parade. Give me Cancer. I know that sounds funny, <laughs> but they do have a they do have a song called Cancer, which is done very well. You know, Give Me Mama. Those songs are, are great. This American rock band formed in 2001 and disbanded in 2013, which is kind of sad because I would have loved to see these guys in concert. Never had the chance to. However, this song, Scarecrow, is garbage. <laughs> it's like the theme of a horror movie to pop music. They're talking about running and hiding and getting away from all the scarecrow and staying away from the scarecrow. And it, it gives you this feel of like you're in a horror flick, but then it's bubblegum pop music. It's just not a fan. Not a fan. Let's take a listen. All right, Lou, what did you think of this song? My my exact words that I even have written down here, the song is meh. I mean, it's it's slow. It's kind of boring, actually. I don't mind the rest of my Chemical Romance, Romance's stuff. As you mentioned before, I mean, I've, I've known of them before. I've heard their other stuff, and it's decent. Right. But then you get this, and it's just like, oh, if they put out another song. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Um, bless your little bless heart. Bless your heart, right. I would say a four on this one for me. Okay, I went with a three. I was not impressed at all. Which is actually kind of hard for me to say because I like my chemical romance. It's it's hard when a band that you like puts out a dog. Yep, yep. You know, just like if Bon Jovi put on just like a shitty song. You're like, but they're Bon Jovi, but it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so wh- what do you got next? My next one I'm going to go with, uh, let's see here, what should we do is let's go with Spirits by the Strumbellas. All right. I got to say, when I first saw the artist, I thought of Pitch Perfect with how they have like the Bellas and like all the different acoustic bands. And I almost was expecting that. The group actually has a really good harmonizing sound. I mean, they, they play well off each other. The song itself is just kind of eh. It doesn't. It's nothing that stands out, but they just have a really, really good voice. I'm not going to write them off because they have such a good voice together. I just would like to listen to more of their stuff before I give them a final grade. So let's just take a quick listen here. I got guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. I got guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. Now, what did you think of it? Music, I was not a fan of the music. However, I have written here that the lyrics are good and that they hit a note in my mind. Just that feeling of something a little bit off, which is what I think they're kind of going for. That feeling that if you're in the if you're in the presence of spirits, everything's a little bit off and a little bit, you know, they they hit some they hit some very flat notes in the music just to give that feeling that off feeling because you know when you hear a flat note in music, especially if it's not accompanied by other flat notes, it's really kind of an eerie, almost odd, out of tune kind of feel. It's it's definitely one of those where it makes your head turn real quick, going like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. And I like that part of it, but the music itself, not a big fan. Like you said, it's kind of a meh. I gave it five of ten. I gave it a six and a half because, like I said, I think their voices work really well. I just think the song was kind of blah. 
Okay, fair enough. So what do you got next? Uh, next we're going to do, I've got this ringing in my ears and none on my fingers by Fall Out Boy. Now, I have a weird appreciation for Fall Out Boy. It's an American band formed in Wilmette, Illinois in 2001 and is considered a pop-punk emo-pop band. This is not one of my more liked songs of theirs, but I didn't pick this list. You know, it, let's take a listen to it. Now, what the title has to do with the song... Not a goddamn thing. I know, and they are well known for that. Them and Panic at the Disco, they both do this thing where they, they, they title it, and then you listen to the song, and you're like, what the... Not a fucking thing has to do with each other. But anyway, that aside, I don't know, what, what's your take on the little song? This song? Didn't care for it. In fact, it just seemed to drone on and on and on about nothing. Altogether, it was like an episode of Seinfeld put to words. Yeah, it didn't mean anything. Now, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna actually end my portion of this one saying that I think they're incredibly talented. Oh yeah, Follow Boy. Absolutely. I think Follow Boy is very talented. This song doesn't show it. All right. Uh, I'm I couldn't have the heart to give him a one, so I give him a two. Okay, and I gave him a four, based mostly on the music, not the lyrical aspect of it. This, and again, this is based on the song. It's not based on the band. The band is definitely not a 2 out of 10. No, absolutely not. What do you got next? Speaking of Panic at the Disco, I'm going to use one of theirs. It's called Impossible Year. Now, the lead singer, uh, Brendan Urie, if that's how you pronounce that. That is correct. He's got a really good voice. Like, an amazingly good voice. Really enjoyed it. Now, that being sung, the song, that being said, I should say, the song is kind of a straight-up bummer. Yes and no. It's, it's very it's, crooner-like. Yes. I mean, it's not quite a pull the CD out of the player, sharpen the edges, and end it all depressing. But it's certainly not one to brighten your day. Now, that being said, I enjoy Panic! at the Disco. I wouldn't recommend this as one of your first experiences, though. If you're going to get into the band, I would say try something else from their catalog. Oh, God, yeah. Something like Mona Lisa Smile or... or... Just, just anything else, actually, for that matter. Well, you can't go that far. Almost anything else. Fine. But that being said, again, try something else from the catalog, but don't let this be your first experience. Because if you put this as your first, you might write them off for being something that they're not. No, absolutely, you're right. But why don't we take a listen to this one, and you can decide. There's no you and me. at the other end of the spectrum on this song with you. Now, I've seen Panic in concert twice. I was really impressed by what they do in concert. They're a great concert band. This song, to me, does not disappoint. I love Brendan Urie's voice. I love the fact that he can slow it down. He can take it out of that 
screamo kind of mode. Panic mode. Hey, I like what you did there. <laughs> yeah, but he can take it out of that that panic mode or that screamo mode, that that you know really pumped up thing, and he can sing. The dude can sing. Oh yeah, that, I'm not gonna take any I'm not gonna take any props away from him. And then you know, like me, I like the old crooners, and this just kind of reminded me of that. So for me, this was great. For me, this this is I believe the highest rated song I have out of the whole list at nine out of ten. I'm gonna give this one a solid seven because. It's not a bad song. This one didn't do it for me as much, but the fact that he's got such a great voice, it's he earned a solid seven. All right, so up next, I am going to do Just Like You by Falling in Reverse. Now, what I can say good about this song is that it has a catchy hook, and the lyrics tend to be funny. They do seem to push independence, but through being antisocial and drug use, these are two topics that never really are something I want to hear about or listen to, especially knowing that, and and I'm sorry, Miss Molly, but knowing that my daughter is listening to these kind of lyrics kind of makes me think about it twice. That said, why don't we take a listen to it and then uh, we'll have a little more to say, I'm sure. Reverse is an American band formed in 2008 in Las Vegas, Nevada. They are considered emo, metalcore, hard rock, and a few other names that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. <laughs> uh, this particular song, though, I'd call it more pop punk, maybe. Okay. Lou, what, what are your thoughts on this one? And You know, I really enjoyed this one. This is okay. another one where it's not a fun song by any means. I mean, the lyrics will tell you that right now. You just like the fact he comes out and says he knows he's an asshole. Well, that's always a good thing, because I can relate to that. <laughs> who, who, who around this table can't? Raise your hand. Yep, no hands went up. All right. <laughs> no, that being said, um, it's a good song. Um, I would say this is um, probably one of my more favorite ones of all the ones that we had to listen to. It's just entertaining to listen to, even if you bypass the fact that the lyrics are kind of what they are. It's just entertaining. Okay, fair enough. I uh, I went with five of ten. I actually went on an eight on this one because I really enjoyed this one. Okay, fair enough. What what do we got next? Next one we're gonna go with is Sweater Weather, and that's by the artist The Neighborhood. Oh God, I knew I I just want to get. Oh, this can one. I go first? Can I please? Please, I'm gonna let you go first because I have a feeling you're probably gonna be on the same page as me. So these are the exact words I wrote because I didn't write much. Music lyrics. No. This is everything wrong with current music. Two of ten. <laughs> oh, you're more generous than I was, I'll tell well, you Well, let's, let's listen to it before you give your uh, stunning review as well. Because I looked at the lyrics, checked it out, looked at the lyrics online, and then of course I checked for meanings and things, which as you, everyone already knows, I don't care for song meanings. I, I don't give a shit. I really don't. 
there are a lot of different meanings for this song that all depend on where your mind goes. Personally, again, I don't care. The song bored me from note one. I was just terribly bored from the beginning, so it was really hard for me to continue to want to listen to it or even analyze it. Uh, this one, I, I can honestly say that I wish I would not have had to listen to. I would agree. Multiple times for editing it. This is a one for me. Fair enough. I, I think this one gets the all out. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say that of all of the ones that we listen to, this is probably the least of all of them. All right. Well, let's go from a bad note to a song that I actually like quite a bit. Uh, Benny Goodman by Saint Motel. Okay. Saint Motel is an American pop indie band from Los Angeles. Uh, they popped up in 2007 and are still active today. The song is done in homage to the band leader, Benny Goodman. The music catches your imagination right out of the gate. The lyrics sounds are good. Here, take a listen. I really like this song. It, it's reminiscent of 1960s psychedelic rock. It actually gave me that feel when I'm listening to the music. Not so much a big band, but more of that, that psychedelic feel of the 60s. Lou, what's your thoughts on this one? You know, it has a really good old-timey feel. You mentioned the crooners on your previous uh, conversation. I think that's similar to this one here. It reminded me of a crooner-style song. The old-timey feel to me, I think worked because of the source material so um favorite song not really um decent song absolutely i wouldn't turn it off um i enjoyed it i this one for me would probably be like a maybe a five and a half okay now i went with an eight on this one just because again it's one of those songs now none of these songs have we spent a lot of time with but this is one of those songs that i like i'm not a hundred percent sure why I've listened to other Saint Motel stuff and not a fan. But this song, if this was the first song I heard from them, I would be like, I might really like this band. But I've listened to their other music. So okay. I, I know that it's not um, it's not a band for me, but this song is great. Okay, good. So did we do ratings? We did ratings. Where are you going next? Next, I'm going to go with Where the Skies Are Blue by the Lumineers. All right. Isn't uh, now? Isn't the aren't the Lumineers like those little teeth whitening things? <laughs> they might be. They might have been called that. Yeah, seriously, I, I seem to think that it's like those little those teeth cap like Matt Dillon has, and there's something about Mary where he's got like this super white smile. Yeah, yeah, it, it's quite possible that they were called that. In any respect, that's that's just how my mind works. The song itself, to me, it was barely more than a country style love song done by a folksy band. Most of the rest of their material follows kind of the same style. It's just a few instruments and almost an upgraded bluegrass style feeling, which I don't mind bluegrass here and there. I know it's kind of more in the forefront now than it's been more acceptable now, let's put it that way, than it has been in the past. The overall vibe of the vocals does remind me of Darius Rucker with his country style stuff like Wagon Wheel and things to that effect. Um, kind of twangy, but it has enough of a pop feel that it kind of remains in the genre. Uh, let's just take a listen real quick. Want it to change, turn into what you love, mama. And I would have gave all of my best to you. 
Now, I don't hate the song, but it's far from my favorite. I have to say, though, if you're going to get into this style of music, I would say choose Mumford & Sons instead, because I think they do it better. Okay, fair enough. Now, I thought there was a great opening hook. It reminded me of, and I don't know why, but that opening hook reminded me of Four Non Blondes, What's Up? I can see that. So, from there, the similarities end. <laughs> this is a decent, poppy song. Vocals are legit. Overall, not a bad song. I'm, I'm six out of ten. Six and a half. So this is about okay. the closest I think we've been on one. Yeah, well, other than maybe uh, The Neighborhood. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> so what are you following up with? I'm going to go with Green Light by that's, Lord. That's following up, not fouling up. So. <laughs> well, you know, one way or the other, it's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. So Green Light by Lord. This song by Lord, who hit the scene in 2009, is nothing like her other hit, Royals. That said, I really like this song. I was not a fan of the, of Royals. My girls, I, I must have heard that song a million times because they listened to it over and over and <laughs> over. However, when I think of a green light, I think of projects getting approved and funded, right? This kind of follows that idea except about a relationship. So let's take a listen here. So what's your thoughts on not only the song, but Lord in general? You know, it's funny you should mention it that way, because my first thought was the song is it has a good beat. It has a, actually a really good beat to it. The music is great. I'm really not a huge fan of Lord's material. The Royals didn't do it for me. Wasn't a big fan, not because I overheard it, just because it just didn't do it for me. Now, that being said, I'd listen to this one again. It's not a bad song. Um, I'd say this would be a, a solid seven for me. Actually, I did the same. Seven. <laughs> wow, two in a row. Wow, the world must be ending. Yeah, quick, no quick, do your next song before the before we run out of tape. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the next one that I've got is Desperate Measures by the Marianas Trench. This is another one where I don't know why, but I really kind of like the song. It's a good pop song with a really good beat, actually. I thought it had kind of kept going. It kind of kept me interested with the music itself. It's perfect for radio play as it can kind of get you moving, get you going, and what's on the current station. For me, I'm sorry, but the song loses points for the dude saying the phrase, I can't get this, or I can't let this, I should say, get beat into the ground mercilessly. And then when it tries to get up and retreat, it beats it into the ground even more. That just, that irritated the hell out of me. It's like, you know what, they say that classic rock songs are repetitive. No, this is like something caught on repeat. Yeah, and it was it was seemingly a song about not getting plastic surgery. I think, sorta maybe. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> All right. So, well, let's take a listen to it, and 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 then I'll tell you how much more I don't like it.
Now, it's a very poppy song. And like I said, it's about not getting plastic surgery. It, it's way too poppy a song for the dark theme that it is. You know, but we had a song on our that we talked about earlier tonight about that, too, where it's like, you know, it had a real dark, it had dark words, but the song itself was poppy. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It, it's not a thing for me. I'm not a huge fan of the song. Uh, however, that said, it, it's not horrible. It doesn't rank down there at a two or three. I, I give it a five. See, and I liked it enough. I gave it a seven because, again, too, I didn't care about meanings. I didn't care really about the lyrics itself except for the repeating bullshit. It was decent. I really liked it. I'd listen to it again. Fair enough. All right, my last one for this week is Secrets by Mary Lambert. Uh, hitting the scene in 2011, this singer-songwriter is known for her specific type of music, spoken word and folk. The song empowers people to let the world know what your secrets are. It doesn't matter because everyone has secrets, and maybe, just maybe, you can find someone with a similar secret like the ones you have. Let's take a listen. Now, I really like this song, but Lou, what are your thoughts? I think she's a very pretty girl with raw talent. I think she tries way too hard to be or be in the same vein as Megan Trainer. And that being said, I thought the song was really amateur production, and it sounded really amateurish to me. I really didn't care for it that much. I think that has to do with the style of music she does, though. I mean, she is she's a singer-songwriter, and she really does folk and, and spoken word music and this song really isn't either of those you know it's kind of it, it's more of a it wants a main stream kind of feel to it i i think if that's the case she needs to try harder <laughs> fair enough i i like i said i really like the song um i gave it seven of ten. Two and a half. wow i did not care for this that, I, like i said i think she was trying very hard to be something she's not that may be the furthest gap we have of songs i think with uh, well probably and just in my opinion is that i think with a little bit more lack of a better way to put a training she can be a star she's got a good voice i just don't think she's there yet okay fair enough all right so what are you what are you gonna wrap us up with we're gonna wrap up with jet black heart by five seconds of summer by five sauce, as my girls call it. Five sauce? Yeah, that's that's kind of their thing. They have number five oh, SOS. Oh, SOS, okay, all right. Yeah, so they go by five sauce. Damn kids. I know. Anyways, there's no bones about this. This is just a good rock song. Uh, there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing else I can say on this one here. Well, there is, but so I guess I will. And that's, it definitely sounds like a throwback to the angsty 90s. Yeah. To me, uh, it's not a bad thing. There's a ton of good music that came out at that time and its respective genres. In this instance, however, the song sounds more rock than punk, um, even considering that the lead singer, Luke Hemmings, vocally sounds like he really, really wants to be Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day. If you put the two next to each other, it does sound like he, he's kind of trying to emulate the other one, which is not a bad thing. So, well, let's take a listen real quick. I've got a jet black heart, and there's a hurricane underneath it, trying to keep us apart. But these chemicals will be 
am not a record producer. I'm not a Simon Cowell type person at all, but I would have to say that, you know, keep your own style and keep rocking as hard as you're doing. And you're doing such a good job with your own band that maybe when you're bigger, you can pull off the emulation. But for now, just keep your own identity. What do you think? Another hack boy band. <laughs> okay. I just, I have no love for the band. This song is ironic at best. I mean, when did it become cool to be evil or uncaring again? I mean, that's the 70s, man. I'm not a fan, not a fan of this song, not a fan of pretty much anything I've heard of theirs. Ooh, are we going to have another gap? I Probably. I don't know. What are you at? Um, I'm giving this one a nine. Three. Ooh, not as much as our last one. No, but I was thinking about that. What was your What was your star rating for uh, Impossible Year? Uh, Impossible Year... I thought it was a solid seven. Okay, it wasn't as big of a gap. Okay, so yeah, I think uh, our biggest gap was uh, Secrets. Well, we, it's a love-hate relationship with that one, isn't it? Yeah, it love really on is. Love on one side of the table, hate on the other one. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, there's there's several ways you can reach out to us. Let us know if you like this episode, if you like our other episodes. If you dislike this episode, you know, tell us what you'd like us to do differently. But there's a few ways you can you can reach out to us. First is by email. You can send us an email to musicchallengepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook in uh, two different locations at POI Network. And you can also find us at Musically Challenge Podcast. Uh, either way you want to reach out to us, it, it's fine. We look forward to hearing from you. Any final words of wisdom tonight? Well, I wouldn't know about wisdom. Just um, just a little heads up for next time. We're going to be getting back and finishing up our series on the number one decades. So we got 2000s and 2010s, even though the 10s aren't quite done yet. But we'll right. get as far as we can. And then from there on, we got a couple other surprises for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to some of them coming up. I'm going to kind of tease one. We're going to actually have one where we have a guest. Absolutely. Um, and that's he actually brought forth the idea, and we're kind of running with that. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, we'll see if it's going to be something that we do on a regular basis or if it's going to be a one-hit wonder. <laughs> I see what you did there. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. You have been listening to a program from the Point of Insanity Network. Visit us at poigamestudio.podbean.com for more shows. Follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at POI Game Studio.